rising must come down. Every stronghold shall be broken. You were the victor's crown. You have overcome. You have overcome. Every high thing. Every stronghold. You were the victor's crown. You have overcome. You have overcome every high thing, every stronghold. You wear the victor's crown. You have overcome. You have overcome. Every high thing must come down. Every stronghold shall be broken. You wear the victor's crown. You have overcome. Every high thing must come down. Every stronghold you wear the victor's crown. You have overcome. You have overcome. Every high thing must come down. Every stronghold shall be broken. Every stronghold shall be broken. You wear the victor's crown. You will overcome. You will overcome. Blessed be your name, Lord. Mm, blessed be your name, Jesus. Let us give the Lord just a thanksgiving. Thank right you, Lord. Lord. Let's give him thanks for his goodness. You wear oh, the victor's crown. Let's give him thanks. Open up. Yeah. Yeah. You wear the victor's crown. You the victor's crown. Oh, you're the soon coming king. Oh, ride on, King Jesus. Ride on, King Jesus. Oh, King of kings, Lord of lords, mighty warrior. Ride around the white horse. Oh, faithful and true. Oh, <laughs> 
Oh, Jehovah Jireh, mighty God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, covenant making and covenant keeping. Almighty oh, God, our Father, we worship you from this place. We give you glory, oh God. Oh, we worship you, Lord. We honor you this morning. We love you, mighty God. We have so much to give you thanks. So much thanksgiving for you, Lord. Oh, we worship you, Lord. You have overcome. You have overcome. You have overcome, Lord. You have overcome, Jesus. Jesus, you have overcome the world. You have overcome the world. Oh, Lord. Oh, you're always fighting for us. Oh, God, there is no doubt that you are fighting for us. You're always on our side. Lord, you break through for us. You're on Paris, oh God. Oh God. Oh God, you open the doors and you close the ones that need to be closed. Lord, we ascribe sovereignty to you, Lord. Potter, you are the potter, we are the clay. Have your way, God. Have your way, God. Oh Jesus. Hallelujah. We bless you, Lord. We honor you, God. We adore you. We adore you. Hallelujah. Oh, we shift principalities and powers. Let your presence invade this place. Take over, mighty God. Take over, Lord Jesus. You are worthy. Worthy is your name. Worthy is your name. Worthy, worthy. Worthy is your name, Lord. We thank you this morning. We thank you, Lord. Our reading this morning comes to us from Book of Numbers. And we're reading just, um, just a few verses towards the end of it. Uh, from verse 24 to 27. This is the what is referred to as the Aharonic blessing. The Aharonic blessing that Moses, God commanded Moses to command Aaron and his sons to release over the people of God, to release over families, to release over those who are called by his name. And so verse 24 begins by saying, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. And this is King James rendering. The Lord bless and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee the lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee his peace i give thee peace and he said and they shall put my name upon the children of israel and i will bless them and i will bless them I want to share just in brief on 
a part of it, this Aaronic blessing, but to focus a little bit on the name of the Lord this morning and compound names. So his name, but also some of his compound names. Uh, there are many compound names that we have used to call him or to make reference to the Lord. And my hope is that for us as a family and for those who will be hearing, it would just act as a greater comfort even in on this day. Now, the first here in 24 says, The Lord bless thee. So we're going to be having three times that this name is going to be mentioned. Um, and this is regarded as a sacred name. So while here in the King James it's translated Lord, or it's used Lord in English, and in most cases they use the word Jehovah, um, to represent this name. The actual name, which is um, yud he vav he uh, uh, referred to as the Tetragrammaton. This, this is a four-letter name. Um, really is the name Yahweh, or some person pronounces it Yahweh. This was regarded as the very sacred and special name of the Lord. So special and sacred that and holy, regarded as holy, so separated that his people would then would not call him or pronounce this name. Um, well, let me let me let me backtrack this way. When this was given to the Israelites, they would be calling his name. They would be actually enunciating and declaring it over. Aaron would do that over the people every time the blessing goes out. But we have to understand sometimes how Satan is able to interrupt and to, 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 to disturb something in a way that it removes us away from what God's real purpose and plan is. And what that removal happened that as time went by, they begin somewhere along the line, they begin to get this idea that God's name must not be pronounced and called. And so they saw that as one other way of honoring him. Yet what he had said here is that you need to declare this name over my people, put my name upon them, and I will bless them. This name has some very unique properties, if I may call it, to it. Number one, <clears throat> it speaks to God being the self-existent, self-sustaining one. There is no other God like him. No other source. No other one to whom he must show obeisance to or he must take orders from. He is the makers of, maker of the heavens and the earth and, the, and of the corners of the earth. He is the self-existing, self-sustaining one. Has no beginning, has no ending. Even from everlasting past, Moses said in Psalm 90, to everlasting future, you are God. You are this God. And so he's a self-existing, self-sustaining one. Um it also uh, indicates in this name 
that he is sovereign. He is sovereign. He rules over the affairs of men. He is sovereign. There is none to be compared with him. He is sovereign. He is absolutely in charge. He's absolutely in charge. No matter what is happening around us, we need to know that he's absolutely in charge. Nothing shifts uh, his gaze. Nothing can question his authority. Nothing can resist him successfully uh, and win. He is indeed God. There is none like him. So the first thing here is that we have been told to, that to be put upon us is this name that makes us and shows us as connected to him who make the heavens and the earth, to him who rules over the affairs of men, to him who is all-powerful, all-knowing, all-wise, um, to the only wise God. You know, that is awesome. And so <clears throat> this is the God whose name is to be upon us. So it says, the Lord bless us, bless you and keep you. That word, keep, um, shamar, a very interesting word, because in one sense, it is one of the names of God. It's not just a function, but it's also one of the names. When we says, um, as a compound name, when Moses asked um, God back at the burning bush, whom should I tell Pharaoh? Send me. And God responded to him, tell him, a year, Asher, a year. Tell him, I'm the one who send you. I will be what I will be is what a year, Asher, a year means. I will be the one who I will be. And in declaring that to him, he's saying, wherever I show up, or wherever you have a need, wherever you are in crying out to him for help, he will come to you and he will be to you what you need in that moment as your deliverer. This word Shamar speaks to that. In the compound name, it really means the Lord is there. There where? Wherever you are. Wherever you are at this moment. Whether you're walking through the valley of the shadow of death. Remember the word says, I am there with you. I am there with you. You should fear no evil, for I am there with you. Uh, and, and that is very significant for us to capture this morning that he is, this word to keep um, means to guard as well. It, he's there to guard you, to, um, to be your protector, uh, to one of the meaning for this also, there are several, but one of them, another one is that he will hedge you round about as with thorns. So he, he heads you 
round about, as with thorns, as with maca. Here's what is interesting about that phrase and that thing. It was one of in 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 one of the prayers that Hosea prayed about his wife Gomer, and in order to break the adultery in her heart, he says, "I want you to hedge her around about with thorns, so that her lovers cannot get to her, and she can't get to them. And if they come close, they can't embrace each other because there is this this." resisting capsule that she is in as in thorns so we are being hedged around about with thorns in this keeping name of the lord so that we the enemy can't get to us and our hearts don't get to stray to go after Amen. after lovers to go after um, idols to go after all of these things <clears throat> that would capture our attention. So it, it it is to be hedged around about with thorns, to be protected, to be guarded. Um, you know, all of these to be made secure in in Him. So again, He said, "This is what the Lord should do: should bless us, He should uh, keep us." And and by the way, even though I bypass the word blessing, which is the word barak. It, it, it really has to do with, um, apart from the kneeling and the bowing and all of that, this Barak blessing uh, release that reveals to us uh, God's power, his, his, his regard. He, he is, as it were, saluting us as we salute him. So the Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord is releasing upon you his 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 benefits bible says he daily loads us with his benefits and so he released that upon us the lord make his face to shine upon you now this word panning so it's a very interesting way so we have panning which is the face and penim which is the mouth so panim, which is the face, panim, which is the mouth. And essentially, one is absorbed into the other. So they are derivative from the same thing. It's not just that we want to see his face or he is going to invite us into his presence. He's going to cause us to come into this place with him. But it's also that in coming into his presence, we will also hear his voice. He'll be speaking to us. Um, he will be... Uh, revealing himself in a very fulsome way. So we want to see his face. The face of the Lord is related to his favor. But that favor is what is being released also in his blessing. So it's coming out of his mouth. It's being released from his mouth. The, the panim and the penim is actually releasing out from his mouth to, 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 bless, for, to us, bless us and to <clears throat> speak over our lives and to declare over us. Um, what his wishes and his plans are. And that is how fascinatingly powerful this is. That we want to see his face. We want to know his face. We want to experience what it means to be in his presence in a deeper and more fulsome way. 
but to have him speak over our lives. So he must make his face to shine. But it also, the shining is, it is said in one of the Psalms that the path of the righteous shines brighter and brighter to the noonday. So if you imagine the sun rising in the morning and it gets brighter and brighter and hotter and hotter until it comes to noonday. This shining, this ore, which is what the word is, is that as his face shine upon us, we're seeing not displeasure. We are not seeing displeasure from him. What we're seeing is like him laughing at, at, and smiling at us in approval. That he's approving of what his Holy Spirit have done in our lives, the work that he has done, and how we have responded to that work in our lives. So he, the shine is like the shining of the sun. It is that we become illuminated by his presence. Um, it also means to kindle like you'd light a fire. So as he look upon us, we're also being, you know, made a blaze in him. Incredible blessing that he's released upon, total release upon God's people. And that the Lord will be gracious unto us. Uh, to be gracious, to have pity, to show favor, to cause, to be pitied. It, all of these fancy meanings which really comes down to saying that when his face is shine upon us we are experiencing grace grace has to do with the fact that we might not even deserve it this unmerited favor this unmerited um outpouring of his goodness towards us we might not even deserve it but he's still allowing his face to shine upon us and that not only will he be gracious unto us and allow his face but he would lift up his countenance he would cause us uh, to be born up so it's not just it it is him allowing let's say someone head is hung down but as a moment you walk into that person's presence they then raise their head to look at you that aspect of lifting up. So he will just raise his head and to look at you. This is like um, Hadassah who broke protocol to enter the room where Ahasuerus uh, was presiding over whatever meeting he was at the time. And the rules in the Medes and the Persian is that if you enter this room and without being summoned, then you will be killed. Her faith would have been worse than that of Vashti. Vashti was stripped and banished, but she's still alive. She would have been still alive. Uh, in this case, she would have, uh, Hadassah would have been killed. Just, it had been thrust through immediately by someone of the guard. And the moment she enters the room, the king head lifted up upon her presence as she enters the room. And then comes the graciousness, the, the stretching out of the scepter so that she experienced the favor from the Lord. May he lift up his face 
to take notice of you, to um, have you full front and center in his, his gaze. As he lift up his head, that his greatness will be revealed upon you and the great favor. So he must lift up his countenance, his panim, his face, the smile on his face. Isn't that amazing? So we're having two aspects of his face being revealed. He must lift up his head and take notice of you. May the Lord take notice of you, my wife, my sons, and anyone who's hearing this. May he take notice of you. Even as you walk through this period, may he take notice of you. May he raise his head up and, and, and observe and look at you in favor, with, with greatness, with goodness. He will just look at you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So his countenance must be lifted up. His panim must be lifted up. This be, be, be revealed to you and give you his peace, his shalom, this completeness, this settledness. There in, in, in this, Jesus said, in this world we will have tribulation, but take courage. I have overcome the world. That passage of always act as a comfort for me and a challenge and move from the place of saying this doesn't make sense to the place where it says it makes absolute sense when i first heard that passage i'm thinking i'm saying lord you know i am the one going through the tribulation and the trial i was expecting that you would say take courage i'm going to show you how to fight and beat them off and all of that uh, i'm going to i was expecting you to say take courage you know I have delivered you out of all of this right now. I'm going to cause doors to be open. And that was my headspace at the time. But when I realized what he actually says, he says, take courage. I have already overcome the world. There's nothing in this world that is able to successfully challenge the Christ in you. There's nothing in this world that is able to successfully challenge the Christ in you. The Christ in you is not just a hope of glory, but the Christ in you, Jesus Christ being in you, is your strength, is your power, is the sufficiency of your grace and the grace that is bestowed upon you. So the shalom is the completeness, the soundness, the, the, your welfare, to come into peace, the safety. Um, it has a component that has to do with that everything that was broken and destroyed in your life will now spring back suddenly. This has to do with your health being restored, your resources <clears throat> be restored, your relationship <clears throat> be restored, all of this um, being restored, and to come into this place of rest in Him. So He makes His face to shine upon you and to give you His restoration i like to just pull up what hmm, david wrote when he says the lord is my shepherd i shall not want he has made me to lie down in green pastures and there it is here comes he said he restoreth my soul this soul restoration 
is what the shalom is all about. He restores our souls. He restores our souls. That is incredibly important. And so we are the command to put upon every one of you, every one of us as a family, the name, his name, to set this name upon you as a mark, as an engraving to be upon you. I don't know if the last time you look in the mirror, you could see it, that the inscription of the Lord is written upon your forehead, and that is his name. We are told in Revelation that this is what will be done for those who are sealed by him. He will write his name upon our foreheads. Can you, can you imagine then why it is that the Antichrist would want to have a mark upon the hand and upon the forehead? So upon the hand because in the Old Testament they were told to wear what is called phylacteries and it had to be strapped upon the hand and also one that was strapped on the forehead. So these two places where God commanded that his people should wear representation of his name and of the scriptures upon their hands, it would be strapped upon their hands, a little box with the scripture inside of it and also strapped on their forehead. That the Antichrist has come up with a system to try and mimic that and to put a mark upon people. Well, we are marked by his name we're marked by his name we're marked by the name um yahweh marked by his name this mark is upon us and cannot be erased and removed from us because he has marked us for himself um so we're marked by his name <clears throat> and this is when we talk of name we're also speaking of his character his nature um all of these intimate characteristic of God is now being put upon us so that we become more and more like him every day. We are more and more like him. <clears throat> the Bible says that when Moses spent that 40 days in his presence and came out his face shone so he was reflective of whom he has met with. Isn't it amazing that the Bible says that those who worship idols look like them. Look like them. There's a passage, um, I think it's in what Jeremiah it is. It says that they have followed worthless idols and have become worthless themselves. So whomever we worship, we will begin to manifest characteristic of them. And so here it is that we have been, his name has been put upon us. The character of his name has been put upon us. We're his people. We're his uh, called by his name and therefore we are blessed by his name. So as I close this morning, may we explore other compound names apart from the proper name that have been given to the Lord. May we explore other comp compound names. The Jehovah Jireh, the Jehovah Sidkenu, the Jehovah Nisi, the Je Jehovah Shalom, Makadesh, uh, the Yahuwah Makadesh, Yahuwah Sidkenu, Yahuwah Eloi, Elohim, Hashem, all of these compound names and proper names that speak to 
um, that speak to the, the graciousness of our God. And so we're asking this morning that as we open ourselves right now, as we open ourselves right now to his name, to the beauty of his name, to the blessings that comes through his name. May we as a family experience God's favor. May this favor be extended to all the families that are hearing us. May his face shine upon you, my wife, upon you both, my son, upon Miss Joyce. We are God's favor, his face will shine upon you. His countenance, his panim, and as his panim is shine upon us, we will hear from his penim. His, he will speak over our lives. His favor, his goodness, his greatness, and his shalom. His graciousness and his shalom. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Only anything you want to add this morning? All right. So I'm going to have one of you just pray and just close off first this morning in prayer. Thank you, Lord. He prayed the last time, so you can go ahead. Thank you, Lord. Really thank you for this awesome activity, Lord. Thank you for keeping us, Lord, protecting us, sheltering us from the inner storms, Lord, and the altar storms, Lord, thank you for providing us, Lord, with rain and um, cool breeze and everything, Lord, that you have provided for us. Lord, I ask you, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, to, Lord, that you would, that your smile will shine upon all of us, Lord, upon Jesus. all those who follow you. Lord, that your face would acknowledge that we're here, that you're here with us, Lord, even in this, these dark and trying times, Lord. And Lord, that your covenant, Lord, will be with us, Lord, as a family, Lord, as a congregation, Lord, as the church, Lord, throughout the entire world. Lord, I ask you that you would cover the, um, the elderly persons, Lord, through through this time, Lord, cover those, Lord, who are ha who have pre-existing conditions, Lord, those who are um chronically ill, Lord. I ask you, Lord, to cover them, Lord, cover them from any form of discrimination, Lord, any form of um negligence lord from Jesus. the healthcare system and their own family members lord and themselves lord that they will take care of their bodies lord and that others lord will be the good samaritan lord that they will not deny the proper care that a person needs if they are sick or if they're on the verge of death lord that Lord, that we will not deny each other, Lord, care. Lord, I ask you, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, to forgive us, Lord, for our sins, Lord, or for waywardness at times, yes, yes. Lord, that we sometimes do not care 
what you have to say to us, Lord. Sometimes we blame you for this whole coronavirus. Lord, sometimes we blame each other, Lord, for the illness, Lord, that is happening, Lord. Instead of going, Lord, back to you for help, Lord, for guide, Lord, even going back to the root cause of this, Lord, help us, Lord, to to find wisdom in your word and Lord from you and wisdom to know the things Lord that ought to ought to be known Lord and Lord I ask you a prayer against any spirit of misinformation Lord every spirit of confusion every spirit of fear Lord every spirit Lord of unforgiveness Lord and hatred in this time every spirit of pride lord that exalts itself lord and heartiness lord that thinks itself to be much better than others lord yes lord that will leave lead to a fall and lead to destruction yes lord i pray dear heavenly father lord that you would give this us the spirit of humility yes lord and Lord, that you will provide, even in this time, Lord, yes. those farmers who are struggling to sell their goods because yes. the markets are closed. Lord, and even if the markets are reopened, Lord, it's very difficult, Lord, to sell things, Lord, and the communities that don't have the proper um, utility system, Lord, with yes. light and water, especially road. water Jeez. or road, yes. Lord, where... You know, they can't get any transportation, Lord, that you will provide for them, Lord. Let the Jesus. government care more for them, Lord. Um, even this time and even after the um, virus is gone, Lord, that we will Jesus. learn from this, Lord, and yes, to learn yes. to care for one another. In Jesus', Jesus name, amen. amen. Promises kept. Great is our faithfulness, your faithfulness. I'm still in your hands, this is my confidence, you've never failed. Your promises kept, great is your faithfulness. Your faithfulness. We're still in your hands. This is our confidence. You've never failed. Yeah. And we will not forget. You've never failed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen you move, you move the mountains, and I believe I see you do it again. You made a way where there was no way, and I believe I see you do it again. I've seen you move, yeah, yeah. You move the mountains, and I see you do it again you made a way where there was no way and i believe i believe i see you do it again i see you do it again i see you do it again
see you do it again. Your promises still stand, Lord. Amen.